Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. To heed the timeless advice from Teddy Roosevelt, speak softly and carry a big stick. I promise you, the president has a big stick. And Corn Pop was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. I got hairy legs, and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. And thank you, Dr. Pepper, and thank you, Chancellor, or Dr. Paper. Because I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All righty, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Clem Wiggle, Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics. And uh, always an open mic session, so if you want to hop on board, do it early, folks. 1-800-616-9236. 1-800-616-9236. I've got Allie Lomas in studio and my dog Mo here. And Mo, get her get out of her mouth. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't, uh, Tim... Tim, Tim Wanger, she's not touching anything in the studio. No, I'm just kidding. She's uh, that's a joke. She's got her uh, toys and she's being a good dog, good good little girl. So uh, if you want to hop on board again, one 9236 We will be all over the place today. Um, you know, during the during the uh, the break, there. Well, actually, we don't even need to. Uh, I don't even know if we need to prep. Just listen to the breaks. You know, schools being required to open. I know those of you in Rochester are probably going. And I'm sure I, I know the Rochester folks, uh, you're going through the same things we are. But uh, here, a lawsuit requiring Williamsville and Orchard Park to open. So, so sorry, you teachers. You got to go back to work to get your paycheck. That's uh, did, did I hear that right, though, that they're trying to appeal? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah, temporary. Yeah. So, sure. what I guess, what are you Well, it's temporary. For? I, think, I think they're coming back. Uh, I guess Monday to try to. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how it works. We should have probably reached out to Cambria's firm to see if I'm we could get. I'm just curious them on, because, like, I don't understand at this point. I mean, folks, look at this. Everyone who wants a vaccine has access to yep. it, right? Yep. The kids have been proven to not be super spreaders, as we were. Right. We have 13 months of data now. Don't this even know they have it. Nuts. Don't even know they We're have acting it. as if this started again last yep. week. Oh, sure. And we have no information whatsoever. And we're still perpetuating the same misinformation. Oh, it's sad. And, and, and making policies based on that. It's, it's lunacy. We're, we're at, think about this, Glenn. We're at a 1.26% infection rate with a 99.967% survival rate. So well, they were talking about normality at, at hundred for every one hundred thousand cases. That's that that's that basically equates to one in a thousand. I'm not sure why they broke it down that way, but yeah. that's a point zero one percent rate. That's <laughs> zero. That's zero. It's zero. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> zero. I mean, and, really. Yeah, it's right? sad. It's sad. And and uh, but you know the, the the people are brainwashed. I was at Kohl's this morning and I was there a little bit early, and they're they're outside lined up six feet apart with their face diapers on. I'm just thinking, man. Boy, did they fall in line quick with the communist regime. And the best regime. thing is, and, but, the, <laughs> but again, there's another one right there, the six-foot rule, right? We act as if the six-foot rule 
was researched for 75 years, mm-hmm. and they came up with yep. exactly that, when in reality, this was more or less a middle school project, right? right? They took two mannequins, they put masks on both of them, they blew smoke through the mouth, and they determined how far you know, it would be about the right distance for it to mingle. Six feet And works. they came up with six feet, right? <laughs> Honest to God, I would uh, expect that from a seventh-grade uh, science project yeah. is what I expect. That's what they're using as gospel, right? Yep. Then they come out and they go, well, we think three foot. Mm-hmm. Okay, so based on what? Why three foot now? What changed? Did you do some actual research? No. 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 They just made that up too. And then, you know, the study recently from MIT, they actually did do some studying. They came out and said, yeah, well, six foot, 60 foot, Doesn't six matter. inches. Doesn't matter. We don't think it matters, yeah. right? Yeah. So I don't face know. Face diaper, I, not face diaper, not face diaper, 24% get COVID. Face diaper, 76% right. get COVID. But hmm. they're, so they're making stuff up as nah, if yeah. they, they, you know, we have hard and fast research. Yeah, and they people believe it. They fall I'll go right back in line. This. Fall right in line, Glenn. Here's, fall right here's in the line. most here's the, and the most damaged people in this country are the Democrats themselves, right? Yep. I mean, I we've talked to people, folks, that have been locked out of their house and said, "I haven't seen my parents in a year." Grandkids, right? Haven't grandkids. seen grandkids in a year. We talked to a guy in D.C., good guy, you know, a, a financial uh, advisor, trying to help him. He goes, well, I haven't left my house outside of maybe going to the grocery store yeah. once a month in He wanted to grow his business, so he reached out to us to try to figure out a way to grow his it's business. Crazy. The first advice Sad. we gave him was to open up. Right. Well, how about you got you got to leave your house, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. that's one number one. Then you have the girl in the elevator. We, we played this. I don't think we played it on this show only because it's got, uh, I think, a, a swear word. And we did play it on the podcast. and certainly posted to our website. This poor girl, she just freaks out, right? She's in a New York City elevator. I think it's New York City. And there's a delivery girl in there who's filming this whole thing, kind of making fun of her like, this girl wants me to step off the elevator so she can step off the elevator because she can't come within six feet of me. That's how stupid this is, <laughs> right? This girl, though, has a complete and total meltdown. meltdown. And I think to myself, Zero percent what chance have we of her done? dying from COVID. Zero. Right, but what have we done to this poor girl for the rest of her life? Uh-huh. That, uh, that you know, this constant propaganda which is absolutely based on, yep. you know, half the time just stuff they're making up. Yeah. Dr. Fauci has no credibility. The CDC came out a couple weeks ago and said, yeah, we think pregnant women, you're safe to get the vaccine. And the mother like, yeah, I'm going to walk that back. Yeah. Monday. Right. Like, what happened to all those pregnant women that got it over the weekend? Right, like, right, Okay, right. well, oh, sorry about that. Sorry we about misspoke. That. Well, study the, it's, it's a dumpster fire. Study like polio, for instance. It was something like 30% of the vaccines were wrong. Uh, they did just just the wrong vaccine accidentally. Hey, sorry, what I threw in your arm wasn't the polio vaccine. I mean, well, and I'm not anti-vax, but no, I'm just I'm saying the, the, the information coming out of the CDC well, has the, been. You just it's like the weather. You just you turn it on a couple hours later, it changes. True, true story. And, true fact. Ninety four percent of the information in this country has been negative on COVID. Six percent positive. If you contrast that to the rest of the world, it's been yeah. more fifty fifty. Well, and most of it's been false. I mean, false. that's the even worse part yeah. about it, right? You got, yeah. her, if, if, first of all, I'm so sick of the virtue signaling. Dr. Fauci walks out to the pitcher's mound 90 feet from anybody mm-hmm. wearing a face mask. Ten minutes later, when he thinks the camera's off, he's up in the stands maskless. And we've seen this repeated over and over, whether it's Gavin Newsom in California going to the French Laundry and having dinner inside, yep. or Nancy Pelosi getting her hair done, hair done. Or, or Mayor Lightfield in or, Chicago or getting just, her hair done, or, 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 or whatever. Uh, we posted to our website or local, this week. Or local, Mark cars? Yeah, but, oh, yeah, but, but Poland cars, he's a real prize. Huh? Stefan Mihailo, again, busting him. Thank you, Stefan, <laughs> for being the only person in local government that actually oh, cares yeah. about our taxpayer money. But now they busted the Poland car staff. Now, they've told you for a year. we got to play this video. It's going to take about five minutes 
worth of the show, but it's absolutely worth it. Busted the pulling cars, folks. They're giving themselves a nice trip to uh, Las Vegas after we were told you're going to die if you go out of town well, and come back. And that's the frustrating part. Like, I don't even mind if they go to Vegas for a conference, right? Right. But stop telling – you just lectured everybody yeah. for months, months and months and months, months. about – don't even travel to see your family for Easter. Yeah. That's what we were told. You will die. You will die. At the same time, you're out there planning trips to Vegas. I don't care when the trip is, 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 yeah. is uh, whether it's now or August. The fact is, is that you're telling everybody else. To not, you're can, they're canceling things like the art festival uh, two months away, right. a month away. Two months away. It's With a ridiculous. 0% chance of dying. Outside, right by now. the way. It's, last it's, I checked. It's I literally that, immeasurable. When you look at the infection rate and the survival rate, it's immeasurable. Um, if we want to hop on board, again, 1-800-616-9236. We do manage money for a living, so offices in Rochester, Batavia, and, of course, right here in uh, in the western New York, Williamsville, New York. Uh, I got a, a plug, by the way. We're going to have Mike Sparaza here on shortly, but he did have Lee's, him and, um, and Mike Hayflick had Lee Zeldin on. Uh, nice. the, the uh, uh, GOP candidate for governor. And so I, I would encourage you, by the way, I know it's a long shot, but you know what? I mean, we've been Bills fans. We've been beat by long shots before, right? Uh, Hail Marys have, have beat us in the past. So I think you definitely got to do whatever you can as a New York resident to get behind Zeldin and try to push this, uh, you know, push him forward because, uh, you know, so obviously it's, again, uh, it's a Hail Mary, but you, you got you to gotta play the game. This is funny. A text comes in. I was in Cuba, New York. Cuba, New York. Everyone has three acres. I saw a guy on his lawnmower tractor with a mask on. Well, in that <laughs> case, though, he, he might not want to actually breathe in the grass because that would be me because I'm I'm definitely allergic to cut grass. <laughs> yeah. So that may have been a whole other reason for that. Could but, be. Uh, but Could nevertheless. Be. Could be. Um, but, but, but I wouldn't I, put it past anyone oh, no, to no. be wearing a face diaper cutting their grass with three acres. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. I just, yeah, I've I seen know. it all. I've seen, I've seen people with bug shields in their car. Well, my favorite are riding down the street on your bicycle by yourself. Yeah. You're just completely alone by yourself. Yeah. And there's Diapers, around diapers and, strapped yeah. in the front of your face and the back of your face with a welding shield on. I mean, I've seen it with all. With a welding shield. I've welding seen it shield. all. I've seen it all. we got to talk a little about inflation today, too, because yep. I, I'm seeing some misinformation on that out there, right? CNN. No. And I, I couldn't find the Well, uh, CNN the says it's a hot economy. That's yeah. That's I couldn't find that actual video, but that was one of the ones I watched where they talked about well, the reason we're have, we're seeing all this inflation in lumber is just because the economy is so hot. <laughs> let me let me just explain something for a second. Well, actually, we'll I'll hold that thought. We'll yeah, talk about hold it. Hold that thought. Let me just say this: we've had other hot economies like in the '90s without inflation. Yep. We've had economies that were pitiful like the late '70s with inflation. I don't think you can make the correlation between a hot economy and inflation. Nope. That's really not what causes it, but we will talk about what is causing it and, and what needs to change so it stops, because otherwise, I think you just see it continue. It but. must be a hot economy. Oh, wait, the economic oh, no. oh, the jobs numbers awful oh. yesterday. Yeah. Awful yesterday. Yeah, so that can't be it. Joe, Joe doesn't know, though. <laughs> Joe's like, ah... Uh, two sixty six. We were expecting a million. Is Most that good? Most ever at this point in the presidency, I think is what he said. <laughs> is that good? You want to talk about making stuff up? He's uh, like completely doesn't matter. You know, it so I was out walking the unicorns and <laughs> negative coverage on him is right now. It's at nineteen percent. Contrast that to uh, Trump at eighty four. Uh, uh -huh. Let's sneak in Mike Sparaza again. You got the financial guys here. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, the place where money meets politics. If you want to hop on board, one eight hundred six one six nine two three six. If you need us throughout the week, folks, 833-FIN-GUYS. Let's uh, welcome Mike Sparaza, head of our home and auto, and uh, usually joining us each and every week. I appreciate it. Mike, you and uh, Mike and Mike have been doing a bang-up job with your podcast, man. The guests you guys are getting, TFG Truth is unbelievable. Lee Zeldin this week. Are you doing an after show today or no? 
We are doing an after show today. Yeah, we have Paul Meeks and John Thur on today to talk about the markets a little bit. All right, cool. Nice. Our investment part of a big chunk of our investment committee. Paul actually being a regular on CNBC, so that that will uh, join them uh, on Facebook after uh, after the show. Um, tell us about home and auto. I mean, I know you've been saving a lot of people money. You know, uh, a cool thing is all these folks coming in, conservative thinking people, happy to do business with a conservative uh, place. Uh, you know, not being not being required to wear a face diaper when you walk into our office, and uh, and really being able to have an open conversation, but also saving people money. Right, Tw- over twenty five companies to shop to save you money. Yeah, you wouldn't believe how many people love coming in and not having to wear a mask. That that's a beautiful thing that we do there, but. Um, yeah, I mean, saving people money every week, and that's important, especially, again, still right now, some people aren't, aren't able to go back to work. Some are stuck working at home. So we're saving people a lot of money, and they're really happy with that. And I think one of the biggest things that people don't know about us is we don't just sell a policy and walk away. So we sell the policy, and then we service that policy, no different than your local you know, office that you work with now. So we get that question a lot, like, who, who's going to help me if something goes wrong? That's huge. That, that is huge because people can shop online and do it themselves, but for the same cost, they can have somebody help them, right? That's a big deal. Yeah, and you got, you know, our, our staff is growing. Miranda's done a great job. McKenna's coming back this week. We have Brett, you know, so everybody's, everybody's there to help you, and that's, that's a huge thing that you don't have to just call and sit on hold. You can call our office, and we can help you, whether it be billing, claims, policy changes, whatever that may be, we're a full-service insurance agency for you. Yep, and monitor it every single year to make sure that uh, we're getting you the best deal. So it's that's huge long-term. Uh, tell me just real quickly, a few cases that you saved some people some money this week. Yeah, we had one. Uh, somebody was with a certain company about 20, I think it was 22 years. Um, she never really wanted to change things up, and, you know, she gets a little nervous changing stuff, but we ended up showing her everything that we can do. She sat down with her son, wanted to review it with her son, came back and said, you know, 750 bucks right now is huge for me. I just have to take it. And that was the one I was even that example. She was a little nervous to just, you know, work with someone that she didn't know. She thought maybe that there wouldn't be, you know, a service team for her. And I explained that to her. Look, we're saving you the money and we're here for you. And uh, 750 bucks went a long way for her this week. All right, man. Give uh, give out your uh, website and one eight hundred six one six. I'm sorry, eight three three Fin Guys. Eight three three Fin Guys. If you need Mike's help, we're helping lots of people out in Rochester, Batavia office, uh, of course here in Williamsville and down in South Florida. For those of you tuned in, I know insurance is a big deal down there. Eight three three Fin Guys. Throw the website out there, Mike. Yep, tfghomeandauto.com. Awesome. We'll see you on Monday. Actually, we'll see you after uh, the After Hours show, Mike and Mike, on Facebook Live. Thanks, buddy. That's right. Have a great show, guys. All right, cool. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Don't turn the dial. Howard in Rochester, you're up on deck. Howard in Rochester. And uh, make sure you hop on board early, folks. Every week, people hop on at 5 to 3, and we don't get to you. So 1-800-616-9236. 800-616-9236. Financial guys, Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle. We'll be back. You're listening to the Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. This is Allie Lomas. Welcome back to the Financial Guys, where money meets politics. Now I'll bring it back to Mike and Glenn. All righty, welcome back. 
Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle Financial Guys. Nice job, Ellie. Ellie Lomas there bringing Good us job. back. And uh, Mo, we've got uh, Mo the Chihuahua dog. You said that right. God has a sense of humor. He mixed a Chihuahua and a wiener dog. And she's passed out here, so it's got a rough life. It's got a rough life. Uh, let's go back to the phone. Somebody hangs up. Your cue to call in 1-800-616-9236. we got a lot of video clips here. DeSantis, by the way, man, is he doing a bang-up job. Huh? Signs yeah, election fire. integrity bill into law this week. Lifts all the COVID restrictions. Uh-huh. Uh, man, you know. and it strikes down the local ones. That was even bigger because yes. you got places like Palm Beach going, we're not going to listen. And uh, he stepped up and said, yeah, no, you are going to mm-hmm. listen, actually, because I'm going uh, yeah, to force you to. We're done. We're done we're with done, the face so. diapers. We're done with it. You of course, they're down to, well, we'll keep it in county buildings then. Well, okay, fine. Okay, like, fine. Honestly, That's your deal. Torture, torture the people that work there. It's, <laughs> That's, uh, right. That's right. It, I mean, honestly, they're, it's not, just, they're not all getting together after work. Right. <laughs> like, well, that's the, the, that's the whole stupidity of the left is just unreal. It's it really amazing is. to think how stupid these people could be. They, they honestly, God, they believe that. They yes. Think, because they themselves, I mean, think about this. Like, we talked about a few people in the first segment, right? Those that have stayed at home for 12 months. I'm reading articles and seeing things online and, you know, tweets and whatnot from people that are saying, oh, it's so good to finally commute to work after 13 months. It's so good to leave my, my, my neighborhood after a year. Yeah. So... For a lot of those people, wow. they think everybody's been doing that. They yes. think everybody has been going right. directly Hiding. home from work, and if they didn't have to go into work, they weren't going anywhere outside the grocery store or Walmart. And for a lot of liberals, they maintain that up until now. They're still you know, barely coming out of hiding after finally getting the vaccine, a lot of them. And that's sad. I Glenn, think it's a year of their life. Crazy. I was flying back from our Florida office about a week ago, and there was a gentleman to the to the right of me, so and uh he actually told on the gentleman in front of him, younger guys, probably in his 20s, the, the gentleman next to me was probably, you know, late 50s. He tells on the person in front of him, stewardess comes back, he goes, he's not wearing his mask properly. He keeps taking it down. So then I, you know, and I'm thinking if he says something to me, I'm probably going to get kicked off this flight. But, you know, so anyway. This is the society we created, yeah. though. So, but, but no, this gets better, Glenn. This gets better. Snitch, so snitch I, on I, your neighbor. I watched this mental midget sit there. Until they come with his now, just you know, just a virtual signal. He's going to do instead of they say you can do one, two, three, or four. You know, instead of actually telling us because we can't hear through the mask or pull down. So he shows number one, like he wants whatever or water or whatever. And so they come with his water and they come with his chips. He takes his masks off and puts it down and then proceeds to take a few minutes and drink his drink and eat his chips. Well, that was safe because he had food, I think. Right. Well, that's the yeah. rule. Because like, you you COVID can, can't come you out You can then. put it down when you're – and I'm thinking to right. myself, this is how brainwashed we are. Right. In like this, this, this mental midget really believes that COVID has taken a break for five or six minutes because the rules state that you can do that. I, I, Even <laughs> like, worse, he thinks he's an airline employee responsible for everybody else's <laughs> health right. and safety. That's right. And but, this is what bothers me the most. Oh, yeah. Is stop telling other people how right. to live their life. You do you. Right. Now, I get that you're on an enclosed you know, plane and space like that. But once again, you made the choice. Look, if I get on a flight, and I, I took several flights. I took flights in, in March. I took flights in September, October, November. So I've been traveling the whole time, right? If I get on a flight, and, and you know, I'm assuming that there's going to be some risk of yep. some kid or some person on that plane taking their mask off or, or having sure. it off when they're eating, right? Yeah. Uh, it's a risk that I assumed when I voluntarily yeah. booked and paid for yeah. my flight, right? Yeah. No liberal called me up and said, Glenn, you got to take this flight right now. <laughs> I wasn't forced on that plane at gunpoint. No. I made a decision yeah. based on a calculated risk. If you're going to live your life 
trying to tell everybody else to, to, you know, to, to make sure you're wearing it perfectly, make sure you're doing this perfectly. I don't understand. This is part of the reason I think that the liberals are so miserable in general, right? Yeah. You saw that statistic. You know, who's the most miserable group? It's, you know, out there, it's, miser- it's the liberal men, right? Yep. Liberal men are, on average, the most unhappy people on the face of the planet. And no surprise, they're, yep. again, they're married to liberal women oftentimes, right? <laughs> Which explains a lot, right? If I was married to a liberal woman, I'd be miserable too, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, no, get I get it. I get it. The I math it. adds up. The math adds yeah. up, yeah. yeah. Um, just a real quick tax. Two uh, young adults committed suicide this week. Uh, one oh, of them was a Buff terrible. State student who has been all horrible. over the news. But another oh. uh, local high school student, and I won't say it, it's a text that came in, but the, the fact of the matter is there's real Gosh. consequences to putting face diapers on kids and telling them they're not going to be able to play their sports and do what That's they need sad. to do. It it is absolutely it's sad selfish. and ridiculous at this point. Look, and, and by the way, you conservatives, I know, I sound like a broken record. Stand up. Start waking at, up. At this point, we're selfish. At this point as adults, yes. to perpetuate this on our kids, to make them wear masks, to make them social distance, to make them not you know, be able to socialize, to cancel summer camps, we're doing damage to our kids. That is for those that support damage. that. That's selfish. Yep. So when somebody comes up to me and says, "You should have your mask on. You should follow the rules," my right. response is, "How selfish are you? Yes. How much are you thinking of yourself? How, how, how many suicides are we going to watch? Right. How, how many drug overdoses are we going to watch? Exactly. How, uh, for a, for a flu at this point that has a point zero 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 one percent chance of killing you. Uh, how, okay. At the top of the hour, by the way, for those of you in Rochester, but I know you're going through the same stupidity, but you get different news than what you're doing it here in Western New York. How can you get a free beer with the vaccination if you have to have food purchase with it? So Erie that's County, what I said. <laughs> is Erie County picking up the snack tab? Well, hey, look it. They're picking up uh, pulling cars and his buddy's trips to Vegas. Why would they not pick up your beer? We have plenty of extra money here to be able to buy beer. If you have to buy people a beer for a vaccination, folks, it's not work. You, you know, it's just not work, right? They don't want right. it. Leave people alone. You get right. vaccinated. You, you do you. And I'm not anti-vaccine, but you you do you. You do you. You worry about you. You go get your vaccination. You wear your face diaper. Everything will be I mean, cool. Do, do, do you think that really entices people to go downtown? No. I mean, do, do you think people really One went beer? down and said, well, no. Yeah, I wasn't going to get my vaccine, but, you know, that, that, that free uh, beer. Need at least a 12-pack. I mean, you know, you can go uh, through Wegmans. They give out free food, too, sometimes. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I right. don't know. I All mean. Right. Mike Lomas, <laughs> calling a quick break. We'll be back. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free at 800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. This is Ali Lomas. Welcome back to the Financial Guys, the place where mo- the place where money meets politics. Now I'll bring it back to Mike and Glenn, these people who always think they're funny, but they're not. <laughs> Baby, you got to get a ride home, young lady. <laughs> Mike Lomas, Glenn Legal Financial Guys, Ali Lomas. Good job. Uh, you want to hop on board? One 9236 And we do have Howard in Rochester. You've been awesome and patient, so stick with us. We're going to mix in here. Uh, real quickly, Michael Littman, and Michael is running for the Williamsville Board of Education, and we're gonna we're gonna mix in a few people today. You know, never really thinking about having folks who are running for school boards on News Radio 930 WBN and WHAM and uh, Financial Guys Network, but uh, this stuff's important, folks, and and we're seeing that now with uh, you know over the last 12 months where uh, schools are not opening and they're opening with uh, you know garbage rules. So, Mike, I really appreciate you uh, you joining us here. Just give us your pitch. You know why all of a sudden you're getting involved with the Williamsville school system and, and the Board of Education? 
Well, first off, uh, you know, I'd like to thank uh, both you, Mike and Glenn, for the knowledge, insight, and your sense of humor, no matter what I just heard on the lead-in. <laughs> but again, I was a board member in Williamsville, a two-time board president between uh, 2006 and 2015. And at that time, we moved the district forward in a variety of ways. Uh, over the last number of months, a variety of people have come up to me and said, you know, there's issues in Williamsville. Somebody with your background and experience is needed to come back. So I asked my son, hey, you know, do you think I should go back on the school board? And he said, no, Dad, don't do it. <laughs> Just incentive to go out and do it. Because, again, I've been involved in education for more than 40 years. Uh, right now, I'm the chairman of the business program at Buffalo State, where I have been for the last 34 years. So, so and I was a high school teacher and coach for seven years. So I, I kind of know the system. I know the education system. And as a business professor, I know the business world. So what I'm really running on is the fact that we need change, that there are cultural issues within our district. Uh, there's Board of Education decision-making processes that are problematic. Um, the community stakeholders uh, are not really being listened to as having a long-term commitment to being in education. Uh, for, again, for more than 40 years, I, I believe, and this is a valuable time, to have new people and new ideas back on the board. Um, you know, one of the key things I feel strongly about is I'm here for our children. I'm a student advocate. I always have. I spoke with Stefan Mahailu in February at the Return to School rally in downtown Buffalo uh, for, um, you know, students first. And the key thing is we need people on the board who make decisions based on relevant information and the data and the science, not just on the influence of certain groups or individuals. So I feel like I am a great candidate. Mike, I appreciate you getting involved. You know, it's funny, if there's one positive out of COVID, I think it's the fact that on the school board and local levels, you're finally seeing people start to step up and get involved. You know, it took sending the kids home for a year uh, to be able to do yeah. that, and I, nobody wanted to see that happen. But if there is a positive out of COVID, to me it's the fact that all of a sudden now, uh, you know, Miranda in our office was telling us the other day, she's like, I, to be honest, I never got involved with the school board race, never thought about it. And then they send my kids home for a year. And now I want to know who's on that board. And, well, uh, and that's a positive for sure. And it's about the curriculum, too. I mean, look at the, some of the curriculum between, you know, the, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. just the, you know, all the stuff that they're, they're pushing. Uh, what was the, yeah, uh, the critical race, race theory? Critical race theory uh, yeah. You know, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it's really important, you know, not only how we teach, but what we teach our students. And again, all districts have a defined curriculum, much of it mandated by the state. We at the local level uh, do review at the Board of Education level any changes, additions, whether they're textbooks or curriculum. So, you know, when we represent the community, we give the community a voice. Uh, for the last number of years, the Winsville Teachers Association has endorsed certain candidates who have been elected. Uh, and the people, as you say now, are going, how do these people get on the board? Why are we where we are? And we're not in the best place for our students and our community. You know, even from a budgeting standpoint, when I left the district six years ago, 
uh, our budget for the year was about a hundred, little less than 174 million. This year, it's over 205 million dollars. So in six years, it's gone up 31 million dollars. That's more than five million dollars a year. And they didn't even play sports last year. They didn't. Even, they didn't even go into the facility, right? Could yeah. have set the heat on 50. <laughs> so the pipes don't freeze. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mike, I appreciate you spending some time with us. Best of luck yeah. out there. I know. Uh, uh, Williamsville has been one of those, uh, you know, hot, hot races, I guess you say, because of, you know, the superintendent being, you know, new superintendent. The stupidity there and, in general. Yeah, and, and just <laughs> being shut down. So I uh, appreciate you stepping up as a leader and uh, wish you the best of luck. Thanks, Mike. You educated people deserve to be on the board representing our community and listening. Yeah. Well, and thank you, guys. All right. Thank you. Best of luck. All right. Let's uh, stick with the phone lines here. Somebody hangs up. Your cue to call in, 1-800-616-9236. We'll talk a little bit more about inflation, the jobs numbers. Man, just awful yesterday. Ooh. I mean, you wow. want to talk about awful. We created – I heard somebody on, uh, I don't know, one of the morning shows, uh, CBS News or something, say, well, at least we created jobs. Yeah, uh, after the recession that brought GDP down 30%, yeah. we need to be creating a lot more more than 262,000 jobs, uh, you know, happy jack. So let's uh, let's welcome Howard in Rochester. Thanks for holding, Howard. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I just found you guys' show. It's uh, just great. Uh, just one thing on the side, I see that our great governor today is allowing Belmont Park uh, 10,000 people for the uh, Belmont. Boy, that's great. Considering they get 150,000 on a good Belmont day, ten thousand people. Oh, I know. Well, the best part is he he let the Sabers go back. Uh, our governor let the Sabers go back to having a crowd, <laughs> and now the Sabers, unfortunately, pretty bad. Uh, actually, the worst in the league this year. But they allowed seventeen hundred people, and as long as you could prove you were vaccinated or get a test, and then of course you had to wear a face diaper. But and I think like four hundred people showed up. He, yeah. <laughs> but, that, but I mean, he killed the horse racing industry. Killed everything. Part of, and uh, Howard, he killed so many industries in this state. I, I, I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy checks. I write a month for the horse racing horses. <laughs> I, yeah. It takes me like all day to write all the checks. And that's fine. I'm helping a lot of other people out. I get some enjoyment. But what I really called about is this Janet Yellen. And what is this transitory inflation? What is that new term? I'm an older guy. <laughs> I've never heard of that. I remember when Paul Volcker, when inflation was raging, and yeah. he just said, the heck with it, we're going to raise rates and choke everything off, and then in two years, the economy said, boom. Well, best, best way to choke off inflation is through economic growth, and, and the number one thing we need to do here is actually put people back to work. Ron DeSantis yeah. said this week, if you're in Florida and you're on uh, you know, unemployment, you better start gearing up to get a job. That's the actual right. message that needs to go across right. America at this point. I mean, how much they're throwing money at an economy that is not great, well, that's what's. But they're making they're making the problem worse, as they always always do, right? Yeah. I was talking to the gentleman who opened my pool, and by the way, if you're looking for a good pool guy, I got one. So call my office six three three fifteen fifteen or or eight three three fin. Well, six three three. You guys in Rochester probably is not going to drive out that way, but um, he was saying and it was unbelievable. I said, "How's business?" He said, "Well, great and really bad." I said, "What do you mean great?" Tell me the great first. He said, well, you know, record amount of people put in pools, Mike. The demand is huge out there. I said, okay, what's the bad part? He goes, I can't beg people to go to work. I'm offering 26 bucks an hour, 
and I can't get people to work. And I'm thinking to myself, how, what kind of, that's an awesome job for a college kid. I mean, just, you know, you've got a bunch of months here to hobby. He goes, I know I cannot find people to work, right? They're paying people to stay at home, exactly what the Democrat Party wanted. They got what they wanted. We continue to let them get away with it. And uh, and here we are. And now, so now my pool guy needs to pay, charge me more because, uh, yep. you know, he's paying more for labor. And guess what? I can't find other pool guys. Not that I want yeah. to. So if you're listening, Jesse, I'm not going to thank you. But my point is, is that he's got more price control, right? We all know that. You can hear, I want to get a job done. I don't care if it's a woodworking, uh, uh, you know, uh, get uh, a paint guy. They did not showing up, right? Why? Because they're overwhelmed with work. And you know what they're doing now? Raising their prices, right? Yeah. All is we'd have to ask people to do is go back to work, stop the free handouts. We've been complaining about this for years. It's been my number one issue. It's been welfare, welfare, welfare. Welfare. They have just supercharged it on steroids right now. Well, the, the the inflation, you know, despite what CNN will try to tell you, is not just based off of robust economy. We've had a we've had very robust economies in the past with no inflation. We've had very lousy economies in the past, like the '70s and early '80s, uh, that had high inflation. Right, so you can't make the direct correlation between economies, whether they're hot or cold, and inflation. What does cause inflation? is too many dollars chasing too few goods, yep. okay? An imbalance of supply and demand. Now, the Democrats are the cause uh, for, for both of those, to, to in part. I won't say wholly, but in part, okay? Take the supply side, all right? There was a huge supply chain disruption. There still is that they're working through for all kinds of things. Chips from China, uh, microchips to lumber from South Carolina, right? Now, in this country, you know, and, and in China, they went back, you know, China went back to work fairly soon, right? They got the, you know, factories ramped back up, but there's still enough of a lag because demand was already so high for all these microchips. In this country, however, we artificially shut down supply, right? Places like Michigan shut down their factories, right? You had all kinds of businesses shut down. That was for them, they were, you know, steel factories or lumber mills, right? Didn't make a difference. So now you have a lack of supply on the one side. And that the, the, the supply side has been really what's been keeping inflation in check. Because it's been very easy for, for our, our production to ramp up, whether it be overseas or, or domestically. Now, on the flip side, we also have an increased demand. Well, why would you say if the economy is slow, people are going back to work? Well, it has something to do with maybe, I don't know, the trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars that the, that the government is, is pumping into the economy. So yeah. you've got a huge amount of money flooding in that's creating uh, you know, artificial demand. You've got lack of supply on the other side, and you have the perfect environment for inflation. And we're seeing rampant inflation, hyperinflation, yep. I'll even say, yep. in certain sections like you know, lumber and, and, and some of the commodities. But by the way, our, our prediction on fixing Social Security is now coming true, where they might try yeah. to inflate their way out of the mess. So you had milk and cookies, gasoline go up 20 percent, milk and cookies go up 15 percent, uh, real estate go up by 30 percent, yet you got a 1 percent raise in Social Security. Hey, These Howard, are Democrat policies, and yep. they hurt the poor but by the way, more than anybody else. Yeah, my prediction here is you will start to see an upper middle class and a lower middle class. And what I mean by that, I was, I was talking to a client yesterday on a review, and their portfolio had been up something like $100,000 over the last 12 months. And I said, you know what? I, we're seeing signs of inflation. But the upper middle class, the folks that have five, six hundred thousand, eight hundred thousand dollars in investments, you kept up with that, right? You should have in a well diversified portfolio over the last twelve months. You know, you're up whatever it is, a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, right? But the what I would call the lower middle class, and these are people that have a nice house, they have a you know nice car, but they're living paycheck to paycheck and don't have any money in in assets like stocks and bonds. 
they're not keeping up, right? The washer breaks 12 months from now, two years from now, and all of a sudden, instead of $1,000, it's $2,000, and they have a difficult time keeping ends meet. The very people that the Biden administration said they were going to help are the ones that are going to get hurt the most. Mark my words. You will start to see the disparity between the wealthy, 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 upper middle class, and the poor. Every examples of single this, time. That's the amazing thing. It's not as if this is the first time no, we're trying new. this. No, right. Look at California. Yeah, that's We've already right. talked about that. The yeah. highest rate, the highest gap between the rich and the poor. Yep. Highest yep. poverty rate in the country. Yep. Highest homeless rate in the country. Yep. And homeless rate, by the way, is some of these people are mentally ill, but in California, they're just priced yeah. out of their homes. They're well, literally priced out of their homes. Yeah, lots of people in California mentally ill. There's yeah. some Nancy no, Pelosi, no. Oh, no, Maxine no. Waters. Well, some, some, oh, you were talking about the ones. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> 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 nah, I'm always I'm always on the fence whether Nancy's mentally ill or she's just a, a total dirtbag or yeah. a little bit of both, right? Because yeah. part of me thinks that she does this on purpose. She can't be this stupid to do policy after policy. Watch herself get wealthier and wealthier and wealthier and watch more and more people get poor in California. At some point, you'd have to wake up, grab that ice cream out of the $50,000 fridge that she's got and say, May, wow, my policies aren't working. But yeah. when we yeah. catch her getting her hair done without a face diaper, and then, you know, and her and net blames worth. blames the salon owner. That's the best part. And uh, Yeah, blames the salon and her net worth goes up by another $20 million. You've got to say, folks, at some mm. point, she knows what she's doing, and, 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 and business is good. And hey, we're going to take a quick break. We are going to interview another uh, board member for the Williamsville School District. Second hour, we've got somebody calling in from the Iroquois School Board, too, as well. Important to get involved, folks. Uh, we had Stefan Mahilo on um, a month or two ago. And he was talking about the importance and the power of local level government. So huge, right? We forget about these low, small races. If all the small governments of all the school districts in New York said, hey, Andrew Cuomo, we're not listening to you anymore, he would have no other choice but to stick with us. you got to get the right leadership in these places. We're going to take a quick break. John, Rambo Jim up on deck, 1-800-616-9236. You've got Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, the financial guys, the place where money meets politics. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. This is Allie Lomas. I have to listen to this stuff. Mike's my dad. What's your excuse? <laughs> All right, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle Financial Guys. Allie Lomas in studio. Uh, did you bring your bike to get home or how? No, just kidding. Uh, just a place where money meets politics, having a lot of fun with this show. And uh, if you want to hop on board, 1-800-616-9236. 1-800-616-9236. Just real quick, the text, my company is offering 15 k to come to work, 55 thousand or 55 hours a year, or 55 k a year job Monday through Friday. Uh, no one wants to work 55 hours. I, I don't know what I, I'm sorry. I should have read this before because that doesn't make much sense. Left politicians mostly are not stupid. They are evil geniuses. And yes, mentally that ill. Could be. Could be. And it uh, does seem to appear that way. They are uh, very, very wealthy folks who seem to prey on the, uh, Think about the unfortunate this. ones in our country. 
How many people do you know that make less than $200,000 a year that are worth $250 million? No. No, I can't find them. And you Nancy know what? Pelosi's one of them. You and I have a pretty big firm here, Glenn, managing like a billion dollars. And we've got money managers on CNBC on a weekly basis like Paul Meeks. And we haven't figured out that investment model for anybody. And that's not one. just Democrats, by the way. Republicans are real good at it, too. Oh. Look at Paul Ryan. Oh. Paul Ryan went in. He was Mr. Conservative, right? Yeah. The small budget, smaller government, right? Yeah. He didn't have a lot of money. And the next thing you know, he's worth like, I don't know, $10, $20 million. Yeah. He's building a mansion with a big, beautiful wall around it. And, <laughs> you know, yeah. Unreal. Business is good. Um, let's yeah. welcome Terry King here quick. Terry, how are you? Thanks for joining us on uh, Financial Guys Radio Network. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you got it. Tell us real quickly about why you're running for the Williamsville School Board. And uh, it's good to good to have you on. We, we really, like I said, the first time I think we've ever had school board candidates on, but I really believe it is so, so, so important to start at the grassroots. So tell us about why you. Hey, guys. Thank you. Uh, why me? I got really concerned. I'm a parent. I have a freshman at Will South. Uh, I work in the city of Buffalo, CEO of Saving Grace Ministries, have for 22 years, worked for marginalized people and affordable housing and veterans housing, and CEO of the Resource Council over on the, on the east side of Buffalo and, and work with a youth intervention program and uh, enrichment program. But I was really uh, affected by the uh, dysfunction of the board. Um, what I witnessed last September, last summer, uh, parents started to reach out to me. Students started to reach out to me. My, my son's friends and witnessing all of the dysfunction in the board and the lack of transparency really motivated me to uh, take a look at what I could do to be a difference maker. T- tell us about the dysfunction. What, what would you say was dysfunctional? What do they do? I'm not in that district. Well, you, you have a board that was in lockstep with, with an agenda of others, not about students and parents. You know, when you, when you have nine board members that are all endorsed by the union, and, and vote in lockstep, an executive session, and, and don't have transparency in boards and transparency of fiscal accountability and budgeting, and, and just rubber stamp over and over budgets and hiring and policy and not lead with policy, not lead with determining what the will of the taxpayer and parents are. Um, it, it, you get what you got last year. And, and that's the culture that we speak of that really needs to change. Well, the power of the teachers' union, whether at a local level or, or the national level, I mean, you saw what's going on with the CDC. I mean, they have the CDC took some of the teachers' union language word for word when it came for you know for things like masks and whatnot. Yeah. So, what what are you hoping to do next year if you're able to get on the school board? I mean, what would you like to see? You know, as far as you know, the the the, the school you know back to full time, no masks. I'm assuming. What are your what are your actual positions on things like that? I want to see the school district return to five days instruction. And I also want to be acknowledged that there are those students. You know, they did a survey that 17% of the students and parents would like to remain remote. I think we need to honor that. But we also need to give credibility to the students that need to be back in school five days a week. And we've got to address the emotional, mental health, and the learning loss. And we're not talking about that. You know, the kids have been affected. And, and they're really, you know, school isn't just about the curriculum. It's about the experience, relationship, learning to have wins and defeats, learning to have friendships and, and, and deal with life at that level. And, yeah. and to be isolated at home on a screen and remote learning, man, that, that's going to have effects for years to come that we've got to acknowledge and have conversation about. Yeah. 
Hey, Terry, awesome interview, buddy. I appreciate uh, you coming on board and uh, and make sure, you know, best of wishes. I, I yeah, love the fact that you, you. Uh, somebody who's a, a parent just getting involved, that's huge, and uh, can't, we can't thank you enough. I'm not in that district, but every district means a ton here in uh, western New York. So, And I know folks out in Rochester are listening, going through the same thing. In fact, there was a school board meeting. Uh, Terry, thanks. I'm going to let you go, buddy. Uh, there was a school board meeting in Webster, New York. Uh, this Was it this week? I think you sent it to me on Twitter. Yep. And yep. the moms, believe it to the moms, right? The, oh, the yeah. all these tough men, you know, folks. Nobody Speaking gets the moms. Yeah. You yep. you you take the cub bears and you keep them home for a while. The moms go That's in. Right. They kick the board out. They kick the board out. They started screaming at the board meeting. Get out! Get out! Get out! Yep. I, I think you know the frustration. Frustration's real. You know, uh, it's they're sick of it. Yep. Get Nothing back to work. Get, get back to or back to school without face diapers. Yep. Let these kids live their lives. Nothing more ferocious than a mother protecting her kids. I don't care if that's a bear, a raccoon, or or a human being. I mean, mothers are fierce when it comes to you know their kids and what they would do for them. And you know, and, and it's good. It's good to see. I mean, it's sadly we've got, you know we've got business owners, male business owners, many of which who are cowering in the corner, going, "Please let me open." But leave it to the moms. And happy Mother's Day to all you moms out there. It's tomorrow, and uh, we certainly appreciate everything everything you guys do. Or girls do, I should say. Yep. But leave it to the moms. Again, you know, whether it's a bear, you come across a bear with cubs in the woods, everybody says, well, stay away because moms <laughs> are tough. They're yeah. the toughest moms. Well, we, are the toughest people on the planet. The I'm schools need you moms now, need you moms more than ever mm-hmm. to step up and say enough is enough. And I love these schools. It's like, well, you know, we've been doing this. We you. might as well just keep doing this until the fall. Yeah, the longer you can might play as well. it out. Why yeah, give them two cares? or three months worth of good, sure. good education without a face diaper on? Yeah. Nah, nah yeah. they're fine. Yeah. It's uh, folks. If you're not going to step up, it's going to continue. They are not going to stop. Uh, no. You know, I, it's it's amazing. In fact, there was somebody from the CDC. I, I'll 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 post the article, but uh, he was a uh, he said CDC can consider lifting indoor COVID mask mandates. He's a former FDA chief. I think we posted it to our Facebook page. I should have grabbed the article, but uh, uh, you know, there even some of the insiders are now saying, okay, look at enough is enough. But the leadership's not going to change. Fauci's collecting millions and millions and millions right. of dollars. He wants you to wear a face diaper until 2023. He wants negative COVID, is what he wants. Uh, I don't know if we got time no. here to sneak it. We do. Did not. you see the Fauci uh, bobblehead and the dolls that they're creating? Unreal! Like, like he's I a mean, superhero. What a sickness! Like you he's people a superhero. Are a cult of folks that yeah. uh, that go Me- for that. Meanwhile, we had a professor this week that said police officers are not heroes. Do you see that kid? Yeah. Kid did a, a, a you know a speech on why uh, yeah. police officers are heroes. She's they're not, they're not heroes. I wouldn't call nine one one. We'll play the video. Like yeah, right. Oh sure you <laughs> would. She goes I yeah. Wouldn't, I wouldn't well, call nine one one. I love were, these people. Yeah. Defund the police. And then somebody gets knocked down. Like call the police. Quick, they're gonna lock you up. Hurting me. Call 911. Yeah, oh, a total man. joke. That kid uh, handled himself very well, though. He was very professional for a young adult. Smooth. I was very impressed. Yeah, yeah. very impressed. He's, he's got a future got in front a of him. future. Yep. All right, Mike Lomas, Colin Wiggle. We do manage money for a living, folks, believe it or not. We have registered investment advisors, certified financial planners, chartered financial analysts, independent Medicare reps, turning 65, think of the financial yeah. guys. And of course, our home and auto division, over 25 companies to help save you money. It's so easy, a liberal could do it. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. Open the curtain, please. 
We are introducing New York State Clean Hand Sanitizer made conveniently by the state of New York. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. This is a superior product to products now on the market. Purell, competitor, New York State Clean. It has a very nice floral bouquet, little I detected, lilac, hydrangea, tulips, what is my Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty. Our very own sexual predator there, Andrew Cuomo, governor. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, financial guys. The place where money meets politics, Allie Lomas in studio. And uh, little Mo, our uh, Chewini, is in studio, being a very good doggy here. Good doggy. I say that and watch this. She's going to unload on us. But, uh, nope, very good dog. And uh, if you want to hop on board, 1-800-616-9236. 1-800-616-9236. If you need us throughout the week, folks, do manage money. If you think like us, it's a conservative safe zone, Rochester, Batavia, Williamsville, New York. It's okay to come in and talk politics and uh, and and talk your opinion. It's uh, again a conservative safe zone. If you think like us, use our team as a resource, a one-stop financial shop. So we have offices in again Williamsville, Batavia, Rochester. You need help with your home and auto? Over 25 companies to save you money. Uh, Medicare, turning 65, need to think of the financial guys. And, of course, uh, independent investment arm called Independent Solutions, chartered financial analyst, uh, Paul Meeks, John Thur, Dave Mariocker. You hear David quite a bit on the show. But, uh, Paul, a regular on CNBC every week, so bringing Wall Street to Main Street. And, of course, thefinancialguys.com. And one more plug, don't forget about our a podcast each and every Tuesday, usually. Every once in well, a last week, we did Wednesday. We filled in for Bob Lonsbury out in uh, in Rochester on Tuesday morning, which was a blast. Thank you to Rochester. You're, you're awesome out there. But uh, again, user team is a resource. Let's, so, what do you want to go? Let's let's clean up some of the phone lines. Are you okay sure. with that, Glenn? Uh, well, I'm yeah, just going to go. Yeah, I video to play. CNN, uh, the, the, you'll, love, you'll never believe the excuse they use for uh, the, the terrible jobs report. All right. <laughs> of course. Uh, unreal. Uh, let's welcome Rambo Jim. How are you, Rambo? Yeah, good, guys. Um, listen, uh, you want to know how far these left-wing politicians and these country club Republicans are out of touch with what's going on? Where I work out, I'm hearing more and more of the 20-somethings, the millennials or whatever you call the people now in their 20s, saying how they've had their first shot a couple of weeks, going back for their second shot and their second vaccination, and they're sick and tired now of wearing a face diaper when they work out. Now, if these politicians think they got problems with guys like us, they better start thinking about how they're going to deal with these younger people. Just the other night I was channel surfing, and I was watching this, uh, I forget what station it was, uh, American Gangsters, and one of the older biker guys was saying how what's going on now is the generation of young guys coming into the biker gangs are the guys coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan. As every time America goes to war, it produces the next generation of younger bikers. And the baby boomer bikers are now in the process of turning over the leadership to these young guys. And he was saying they're strong, they're aggressive, they have a no-nonsense attitude, and violence does not scare them. They are not afraid of war. They've been to war. They've been to one war already. I'll tell you something. These politicians that have fallen in love with this power they think they have, they better wake up in a hurry. Gasoline right now is, is about 3 bucks a gallon, and I'm hearing the Bushes 
brag about what good buddies they are with Michelle Obama? How does that help me? Yeah. Well, well, they're all in cahoots together. Yeah. It's, 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 we have a, a uniparty now. It, it's Democrat and Democrat light. You have a handful of conservatives like Jim Jordan, even Jim Jordan. I saw him tweet the other day. He goes, well, you know, the Democrats never re- rein back anything in. I'm thinking to myself. <laughs> Neither did you. Of course they don't. <laughs> you know, he's like, well, they abused the FBI. They abused the IRS 10 years Why ago. Not? They abused it. They're getting away with it. Of course. Yeah. Exactly. Right. They, they're, they're, yes. They're the ones abusing it. Yes. Why would they rein it in, Jim? Right. right. You guys had the Congress, the Senate, and the presidency for two years. Yeah. And the state legislatures. State legislatures. Let, they could have changed all the voting laws yeah. to yep. make sure that this election was fair. Mm-hmm. They did nothing. They did nothing. Well, they, because because they're in on it. That's yeah. why. Because they just trade back and forth. The Bush hands yeah. power. You know, Jeb's going, it's my turn. Huh? Hillary was up. Now huh? it's my turn. Trade the, you know, give me the, 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 the mantle back. How could it be that a little radio show like ours was screaming two years ago about changing these rules because they're going to try to steal the election? And, yeah, and, and, here uh, and, we, and here we are. Yeah, and here we are. Think, guys, the politicians are so stupid. This is what they got to understand. Let's assume that this younger generation, they're getting more antsy and they're becoming more unhappy. Therefore, they're becoming more aggressive. Yeah, well, I, I don't know about that. I certainly think there is a group of young children and kids out there that have been, you know, understand the value of working. But there's more and more of them that are sitting at home waiting for free handouts. Yes. Proof is in my, uh, you know, when I was a kid, every one of my buddies, right, I, I can think of my, my immediate group, well, Greg, Corey, Matt, Tim, uh, Dave, we were all, every one of us had jobs. Every one of us had multiple jobs, right? Like we would get together and do what kids do, drink in the fields at 16 or 17, but uh, but it was at 8 o'clock at night because we started working at 6 o'clock in the morning and worked all day. But you can't find kids to work today. Here's what you're missing. Let me explain to you what it is you're missing right now. The, the younger people that have the stronger personalities and the, the, the personalities with drive and they, are, they have memberships to health clubs, when they get unhappy, the stronger ones take charge. Yeah. I hope you're right. I hope I you're hope right, so. Jared. We need a whole group of young folks that step up and say, enough is enough with the face diapers and the, and dividing people and the six-foot yeah. distancing. Somebody needs to actually do it. I'm not seeing it. I'm seeing no. people on, on, online go, I, I, I've, I've just got my second vaccine shot, and I'm still wearing two masks until the <laughs> CDC and the government tells me not to. Yeah. Like, good for you. Good Let's for you. Know. Yeah, good hey, for you. By the way, the government just said to jump off a cliff. I'll, yeah. I'll see you at the bottom. You're 17 with a 0% Unreal. chance of dying from this. So good for you. Hi, keep yeah. hiding. Hey, Jim, buddy, good good call. Thanks, uh, appreciate you one. tuning in. Um, let's sneak in. I'm going to sneak in a friend of mine, Bob Barry. Bob is running for the Iroquois School Board out in the Alma Wales District. Uh, Mr. Barry, how are you, sir? By the way, the, uh, Bob Barry, I know personally he's been a, a longtime coach. And so, uh, uh, I, you know, everybody calls him Coach Bob and Coach Mr. Barry, but I appreciate you uh, calling in here and spending some time. I, I, I don't think you ever thought about running for a school board, but now you're stepping up and, and, uh, and putting your name in the hat, right? Yeah, you're correct. I'm coach for uh, a lot of years um, at EMW and up at Iroquois, and um, you know, just decided to throw my hat in the ring for the Board of Education. T- tell us why. What made you do that? What, what really sort of put you over the edge to say, I'm getting involved? Um, I, I, I think they're failing our children. I mean, I, 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 I watched what, what they've been doing over the course of this whole, this whole COVID pandemic, um, and trying to get the kids back to school five days a week, just they're, they're not able to accomplish it, accomplish it. And I think it needs to be done. 
Yeah. Um, do you, do the uh, tell me you're you're running as a partnership, right, with uh, Heather Jacobs? Yep. Yeah, Heather Jacobs is a running mate. Awesome, awesome person. Yeah. If you guys were to put together like maybe one or two priorities that you want to try to accomplish over the next few months, if you won, what would that be? Um, I think my first priority, and I, I think the numbers show it, is getting these face diapers off our kids in school. Good for you. It's just, it's it's just really something that I don't think is necessary. I mean, as you guys have, you guys have talked about, the numbers show it that the, these young kids, they have a zero percent, almost a zero percent chance of getting sick or dying from this this disease. Yeah, I, I know in our district, you know, they're telling kids you can't you can't uh, play sports. In fact, they're still, I think. Uh, was it this week that they said you can't wrestle? So, and, and the best part is, is some of the districts that are wrestling, you can wrestle without a face diaper, but immediately when you're done, the kids have to put the face diapers on. So <laughs> when, when, when they're when they're shaking hands after, you know, and I don't, I've never wrestled, but I've got a lot of good friends that did. You, you know, the, they they put the the champion's hand up, and you absolutely have to have a face mask on because apparently COVID won't do it when they're up against each other, smashing each other in the faces, but Yet when you separate them just a few feet, you know, now you got to I put think the it's, the, it's the act of doing something. Like if you're eating, COVID can't bother you. If you're, you know, if you're wrestling, you're, you're safe. You know, yeah. that, that, those kind of things are, are, you know, flying seems to be okay as long as you're, you know, eating peanuts or, 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 or drinking something, you know. Right. Uh, give me the final thoughts, Bob. What, what else are you going to try to attack on the Iroquois School Board? Um, a lot of it, I think, too, with the kids, it's a lot of social um, and emotional things. I think that the kids are missing out on you know, there's sports and clubs and all the activities that, that made our community great, what made EMW and Iroquois, the whole Iroquois community, a great place to be in. And these kids are missing out. I think you're seeing, like, a higher rate of, like, depression and, and things like that with our kids. And they just we need to get them, we need to get them back to school, and that's my plan. Awesome, Bob. Well, I appreciate you joining us, and uh, and uh, I look forward to all your success. And uh, I couldn't, uh, I, I thank you because when parents get involved, it's not easy. It's not, you know, everybody's got jobs and things to do. And when a parent steps up and says, I'm going to run, I'm going to change this, uh, I, I, I can't thank you enough. So best of luck, Bob Berry and Heather Jacobs out in the Iroquois School District. Thanks for having me. All right, buddy. All right, let's take a real quick break. When we come back, I promise we're going to get to your calls. John, Chris, Bill, Bill. We've got Phil and our Medicare division up on deck. Don't turn the dial. Mike Lomas, Glen Wiggle Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics. You're listening to the Financial Guys. This is the show where money meets politics. I'm your host today, Glenn Wiggle, here with Mike Lomas. It's time to talk money. Do you know what he's done? The gap exactly. between the rich and the poor is going down. We've got 3.6% unemployment rates. Do you know what this man is doing? The media will come out as the lapdogs, uh, you know, kissing the butt of the Democrat Party. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. This is Allie Lomas. 45 minutes left in the show. I hope I get McDonald's for having to suffer through this stuff. <laughs> All righty. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle Financial Guys. My daughter, Ellie Lomas, in studio with us today and uh, the place where money meets politics. If you want to hop on board, 1-800-616-9236. Before we go back to the phones, let's let's play that clip quick, Glenn. It was uh, sure clip quick, Glenn. It was, uh, um, of you know, CNN really trying to fool us into why we're seeing signs of inflation right now. 
this is actually the one that I have here is uh, is about the unemployment because they you know they have the best excuse in the world. Here. This is classic. With of course with the fact that they are getting more generous unemployment benefits, but right. there are a lot of other factors too, including yeah. lack of access to childcare, yep. uh, public transit cutbacks, sure. the risk of getting sick at work, the risk of frankly getting assaulted at work yep. if you Ass tell a customer to wear a mask, etc. Uh. So that's their excuse now. So yeah. you missed the mark by three quarters. <laughs> we were supposed to have a million, million. new jobs million. created, and it they goes, created 225. Like, the best is, I'm sorry, the best is it goes right back to the nasty Trump supporters who cause fights because they're not wearing a mask. Right. Now, that, the, the, you may have a handful of that happening, but that is yeah. absolutely the people. The reason people don't want to go back to work, predominantly, 99% we're of the paying them to stay at home. We're paying them to stay at home. Yeah. And that is also affecting supply, right? We talked Huge. about inflation in the, in the previous uh, hour. You know, and, and the lack of supply, you know, uh, you know, coupled with with high demand and, and uh, too many dollars chasing few two goods. You know, we now have some of these factories reopen, of course, and some of these businesses reopened in, in most places. But we can't find employees to go back to Nuts. work. And so you still have these supply shortages and these supply line pinches that are causing an imbalance. Uh, and, and we continue to, continue to see inflation. This transient, by the way, to get back to the other question the caller had the previous hour. What exactly is transient inflation? It's made up by Janet Yellen. You, he nailed it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's they right. make these things up like modern economic theory. <laughs> there's no such thing. But, well, we just we, there's a theory that says you can spend as much money as you want without ever any having any consequences. Yeah, no, no, Dad, that Who's doesn't theory? matter. <laughs> Who, Biden's theory? <laughs> right. Obama's yes. theory? Is this yes. Dick Cheney's theory? Whose theory exactly? Because yeah. it's not any economist theory. No, I can no. assure you of that. No, and it's never ended up well, by the way, in history no. when we've done this before. So, yeah, and it won't end up well again. Uh -huh. Let's uh, let's go back to the phones. I'm going to go right in order here. We've got Bill in Lackawanna. How are you, Bill? How are you? How are you? You're up uh, live on Financial Guys Radio Network. Uh, I, I think the focus of New York State should be on the Republican Party. Mm. Example, I'm pretty ignorant. I don't know who heads the Republican Party. I don't know what their message is, and I don't hear from any of them. Yeah. Where do they stand? Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. It's. I will say this, though, Bill, not to defend them because they absolutely need to get the messaging out there, but the mainstream media in every single one of these towns is not going to let that happen. You know, I, I guarantee if Andrew Cuomo wants airtime, they'll give it to him. Lee Zeldin is not going to get it. But to your point, where is the Republican Party, not only in New York, but across the country? What is your message? What do you stand for? Leadership. And, and more importantly, Bill, what, real quick, when they get into office, actually do what you tell us you're going to do. A philosophy, a grounded philosophy of liberty, maximum liberty for the individual. That means you don't take my money in taxes. That don't mean you tell me to wear a diaper on my face. That means you leave me the doggone alone. Couldn't agree with you more. Couldn't agree with you more. We, you know, we said that last time around with the, the presidential election. Where was the Republican Party showing pictures of Venezuela as they're trying to eat their dogs and chase town animals in the street, right? I, I, I'm sorry. I, I talked over you. I didn't catch that. No, I said we, we were talking about this last time with the presidential election. Where is the Republican Party really just educating people on what socialism is, right? Here's the result. Here's, what, here's Venezuela. They are starving to death there. 30% unemployment rates. The power, if they're lucky, once every three months, right? Yeah. Running water's gone. I mean, it's really, really uh, devastating. And that's the result of socialism. Well, even worse, if the media were honest, the, the BLM co-founders out there going, yeah, I'm, you know, yeah. somebody compared the book that I carried to Mao's little, little red right. book. And I, I love that analogy. 
Uh, just as a reminder for those folks that didn't study any history whatsoever, uh, Mao, the communist leader of China, in, in between like 1958 and 1962, not 1668, okay? Mm-hmm. This is not ancient, ancient history, folks. This is like 50, 60 years ago. He killed about 10 million people per year yep. for four straight years. The estimates are as high as 45 million people were tortured to death, starved to death, right? They were. They, the, mm. It was all about central planning, right? The good of the communist state. So they pulled farmers out of fields, yep. right? They made them work on useless projects. The food ran out, and 40-some-odd million people died in that country. And the BLM pro, uh, co-founder... Is going, yeah, that's just like me. Is and like he goes, where do I write the check? I know. Now, is that crazy. the one with the third three homes or four homes? The three homes. Three He's homes. Got three oh, now. Yeah, three. Okay. And, and one of them in the in the third whitest uh, suburb. I guess the first two weren't available. <laughs> I so can't make it up. Should have settled for the third. Yeah, right? no. Hates no. white people. Moves right in the smack the center of them. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you can't right. make it up, folks. Oh, hey, Bill, man. thanks for the call, buddy. Don't be thanks, a stranger. Bill. Let's welcome uh, Chris. Nick Langworthy, by the Cherry way, Creek. is, I believe, the last I checked, still the state head of the I think uh, so. Republican Party. I right? think so. And I do love Nick as a person. But, man, Nick, where are you, buddy? I mean, yeah. you know, you can get on this radio show anytime you want. you gotta, you got to reach out to us. Yeah, what is the message of the Republican uh, I don't Party in New York State? Is it anti-Como? Is it anti-sexual harassment? Is it... Is it pro freedom, pro business? I don't, I don't. Need, I honestly, I couldn't answer that question. No. As a Republican, I don't know. I don't know. Chris Cherry Creek, how are you? Hi guys, I just want to say how much I so love your show. Oh, thank you. So first time I've ever called in. Anyways, I am a board member um, in my community, and uh, I also am a school teacher in, uh, in 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 another neighboring district. And so, you know. The question I guess I have for you guys, and maybe you can answer this, how much, how much power really do school boards have and have in making decisions about masks versus no masks? Well, I, I think, you know, of course, here's what the school boards are telling people in New York. We have no power. We have no power. Everybody has power. Right. The fact of the matter is, if a school board said, and here's what they're hiding behind, they're hiding behind Andrew Cuomo, they're hiding behind the CDC, and they're hiding behind their insurance policies. Well, we have we're afraid that we're going to get sued, and our insurance policies aren't going to cover it. The fact of the matter is, if a board said we are going in this direction, no matter what, that would that would be a leadership role, right? And you'd start to see other boards. In the communities, yeah. break down and say, "Hey, look at I will support you. I will support you." I think it's huge. I think a lot of you know people don't realize the power they have on on these local levels. You know, mm-hmm. said the same thing. New York State. Every what do we hear all the time? Well, you know, most of our money goes to New York State and Erie County. The county executive is only in control of like fourteen percent of the budget. Yeah, but I think you have to send the check there, don't you? I mean, at some point. Wouldn't you love a county executive that says, I'm sick and tired of sending 84% of our money to New York City. I'm done. Uh, I'm done. Uh, guess what? You arrest me, right? I, I Guess what? I'm done. We're not sending the money anymore. We're over. Do you think other county executives would say there's some leadership there? We need somebody to step up, right? Think the majority of people understand that face diapers on kids with a 0% chance of dying, and we're seeing – uh, unprecedented suicide rates and increases in uh, drug overdoses, that this stuff's not working. Uh, most of the people will follow and say, okay, well, I get it. Most of the people are sheep, right? They're standing six feet apart and they're wearing their face diapers because everybody else is doing it, not because they believe in it. And the liability is BS. I mean, yeah. for all those boards out there that are listening to attorneys or the, or the superintendents, stop listening to attorneys, right? They look at the worst possible case scenario, right? But think about this. Andrew Como gave immunity to nursing home executives, 
right? But not to school boards or yeah. not not to schools, right? He could easily, with the stroke of a pen, saying we're not going to allow schools or or, or or whatever to get sued. We're going to give them immunity because of COVID. The fact of the matter is, is there's not been, to my knowledge, not one successful lawsuit or case uh, ever to my, uh, of, of COVID or any other illness because you can't prove without a reasonable doubt that the school was where you got it or the grocery store or whatever. So despite what the attorneys said and what they love, I'm sure, I just don't see you ha- having mass lawsuits like, like they like they ex- claimed. Nope. Chris, I'll tell you this. If you want our support, we got we got to take a break. You want our support, you call us on Monday. There's a lot of people would, that would show up to that school board meeting and support you if you had the, the guts to say we're done with this garbage. Yeah, I just, I mean, my heart goes out to parents. My heart goes out to kids. Yep. You know, school. Hey, Chris, I got to put you on hold. I'll give you the final thought after the break, okay? Phil uh, uh, in our Medicare division in Rochester, buddy, I'm so sorry. I promise I'll get to you right after the break. Mike Lomas, Clemmigal. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. All righty, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics. Need us throughout the week, folks. 833-FIN-GUY, so offices in Rochester, Batavia, and Williamsville, New York, and down in South Florida, for those of you who have escaped communism and are down there, we do have offices, Jupiter, Florida, Palm Beach area, and uh, use our team as a resource. Again, 833-FIN-GUYS. So we're going to bring up Phil uh, Provenzano in a second here, but I just wanted to let Chris get the final say. Chris, uh, I had to cut you off there as a hard break, but I'll give you the final final say. No, that's okay. I mean, um, so so let me say something. So something that came up recently was um, – was for graduation that you couldn't have more than 200 people at an outside graduation. Mm-hmm. Um, you could have 200 or more, but they had to come with um, papers for a vaccine to prove that they had it mm-hmm. or that they had uh, had been tested for COVID like in the last so many days. So are, are these are these suggestions or are these mandates? Like, What are those? Mm. Uh, I, I, kingly decrees, Chris. <laughs> yeah, Chris, here's, here's how all that will end. When school boards say, yeah, you know what, we're not going to do that anymore. I think Robbie De Niro set a precedent out in Orchard Park as a gym owner. He said, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to wear face diapers. I'm not going to work people out with things strapped around their heads. I'm not going to do it, right? And you know what the court said, Robbie? And you know what people said? People stepped up and put money in a GoFundMe page and said, I'm going to support you. And you know what the court says? He's right. He's right. Everybody that has stepped up and defended their freedoms uh, has has is running and, and doing has what won. they need to do yeah, as has one, won. right? As one. Nobody, it, it's got to start somewhere. And uh, if you're on a school board, I would encourage you to do that. Think about the the damage that they're doing to these kids. You can't have graduations. I think you, some you know. of that stuff, though, is arbitrary. Uh, to, to, to answer sure. your question more specifically, I think some of the, well, is it 200? Is it 250? Is it 180? Is it... I think some of that is, is arbitrary, and I think it's made up by, by some of the school boards and the administration. Yep. Hey, Chris, keep the good fight up, all right? Thanks. Uh, don't be a stranger to the show. Uh, we got to welcome uh, Philip uh, Provenzano. Phil, uh, one of our Medicare gurus and, gurus and financial planners out in the Rochester office. And uh, But you're busy out there with Medicare, Phil. You've been, the Rochester folks are – seems like a lot of Rochester folks are turning 65. I love it. Yeah, we're really busy. It's actually it's fun, you know, helping a lot of people out. Um, a lot of, a lot of 
confusion as people are turning 65. So they're very fortunate, to be honest, that they have a free resource to come to and that the person that they're speaking to is not um, – you know, actually knows what they're talking about and has their best interest. Yeah, it's important. You know, you turn and you look when it comes to Medicare. You got to speak to somebody who's independent, right? Who can show them a number of different, you know, platforms out there, a number of different insurance companies, and match it up with their goals and objectives. Yeah, and I I have this conversation almost almost daily. It seems of why it is so important to utilize an independent advisor, whether it's financial planning, whether it's home and auto, whether it's Medicare. Because when they leave my office, they just receive a completely unbiased opinion as to what they should do. Because it doesn't matter to me. I don't have any loyalty to one carrier, one company. The only loyalty I have is to do what's best for our clients. That's the only thing I care about. Yeah. Um, now, you're, you're at a uh, wrestling tournament, right? Is that, did you text me and say that's where you are? are you, do you have your face diaper on now? Do you have a matching one? Tell me about it. <laughs> oh, as you're as you're texting, as you're saying this about wrestling, so New York State wrestling uh, states they held it in Rochester this year because it was the only facility that would allow them to even hold this. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is, is, is there's a couple things. So one, if anybody wants to see the absolute idiocy of masks, come to a wrestling tournament where they're literally beating each other up on the mat. They, they have, there's no masks, but they're not allowed to shake hands because they're going to get COVID. When <laughs> <laughs> so they're rolling around on the mat, right? They're, 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 you know, grappling and, and, uh, you know, getting each other in headlocks and all kinds of stuff. Right. But they can't shake hands. I mean, the absolute stupidity, yeah. honest to God. So what, 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 by the way, what Democrat out there, I'd love to hear from you, that says this makes a lot of sense to me. This may, this, this, I'm voting Cuomo again because this kind of stuff makes a ton of sense to me. And, and, guys, listen, I could care less how you feel about the masks. Just give me some science. So we're at this tournament. What they're actually doing, this is the idiocy of this. So you can't, you can't wear you have to wear your mask. If you're seen with your mask below your nose, they come around, they X your, your wristband. That's one warning. The second warning, you're removed. And guess what the only way to get back in is? You have to pay the entrance fee all over <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> and listen, guys, I'm bringing this up because we have to do something. We are, we are just sheep, and we're allowing this to happen. Yeah. We, we're, we're allowing – I can't speak for your – we have the Rochester Red Wings. For God's sakes, they're going to segregate the bathrooms. Somebody, uh, what, somebody what, what do you mean the... segregate the bathrooms? Vaccinated, not vaccinated? They are this – is, this is not rumor. This is factual. At the Rochester Red Wings Stadium, if you want to come, they are putting up a gate. If you are vaccinated, you use one side of the stadium, one Jeez. bathroom, and one um, concession stand. If you are not vaccinated, you are completely segregated. And I said, what is this, the 50s? Do they, exactly. They have separate water fountains, too, and we have to ride in the back of the bus if you're unvaccinated? How does that work? <laughs> I Seriously. Uh. I mean... Look, it, I don't discrimination against any group of individuals, whether it be color, by vaccination status, religion, or anything else, is wrong. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. We'll it's have to start instead of, instead of critical race theory, we're going to have to teach, teach critical vaccine oh theory, right? And I just, I just, it's just sad to me because what are we allowing? 
our government to 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 do to us is well, well, yep. It's a, it's tell you a what, small group of people, but they are running over yeah. us, running over. I tell you, us. we had a call on when we were filling in for uh, Bob Lonsbury in Rochester. That I think the lady was. I think it was that show. She was fantastic, though. She goes, you know, I've been getting together with a group of my girlfriends. And we're all going into these places together maskless. And it gives us the courage and, and people are not bothering us. And I think ultimately that's what it's going to take. It's going to take somebody that's willing to stand up and take the hits and take the yelling at or yep. or maybe a group of people together. But you can't continue to go along with this. I don't know how else to say it. If you're going to go along with it and say, well, yeah, I know. I don't like it either, Glenn. But, mm. you know, I yeah. just I'm going to put my mask on because I don't want to get yelled at or I don't want to cause any controversy. You can do one of two things. Stop patronizing that facility, that, that establishment, and I mean that. And for those who say, well, Gwen, it's not the establishment's fault. Yes, it is. At this point. It yes, is. it is. At year, this point, we're, we're a year when and a half moms are standing up, but business owners, whether they're male or female, are cowering down. I don't have any sympathy left for you folks. No, no. Stand up and fight for yourself. Yep. Get together in a group. 90 restaurant owners got together to file a lawsuit, and they won. Yep. Robbie filed a lawsuit. He won. Yep. Uh, dads and, and moms are filing lawsuits against schools and hockey and all that stuff. They're winning. That's right. Take uh, the their way, example and follow it, please. Freedombeforefear.com. Reach out to yeah. Robbie. He's organized a group of folks that are trying to – it's a support group. <laughs> it's people that you still need it, want but freedom. You support but each other and freedom fight. Freedom before I mean, fear. you got to do it. Yep. They're never going to let go. They're ne- it, there will always be – unless we make it stop, there will always be a variant. Yep. Think about the numbers they just said. Well, we got to get down to one hundred per one hundred thousand. Yeah, it seems like nah, it's you know it's nuts. one per thousand. That's point zero one percent. Yep, but it's it's, it's almost nothing. Ridiculous. Although here's the here's the funny thing is the rumor is is that Andrew Cuomo's daughter's getting married in July. We'll see what's oh, what oh so all restrictions will be lifted by oh, the way. Let, you let's watch. see. We'll see. You hey, watch. Um, oh, Phil, I guarantee it. Phil, would you mind? St- I'm going to put you on hold. Uh, we got Bill who has got a Medicare question, and I'm going to let Phil go, and then Glenn and I aren't going to know the Medicare question. Can right. we lock them in? Is that that cool, Jerry? All right. Uh, Bill and Batavia, how are you, Bill? Oh, I can take Bill, right? Bill and Batavia, how are you? <laughs> I am well. How are you? We're great. Yeah. We got Phil, uh, uh, one of our Medicare experts, on. And before I let you go, I figured I'd see if, if Phil could help you quick. All right. My question is, and I've got a lot of other issues, but my question for him is, I am 69, just turned 69, employed full-time in my 39th year in law enforcement, um, I don't need Medicare. My accountant uh, told me, oh, it's, it's automatic. I, no, it's not. I don't need it. I don't want it. It's, it's a burden on taxpayers. I have, I have insurance from our county. I don't need to sign up for it. Is that correct or not? Medicare Part A, when you've worked in the United States for 10 or more years, is free. What he means by automatic, at least I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say that's what he means, is automatically when you turn 65 part a is free now part b is what you're saying that you don't need and, and again that that that's a decision that we would ultimately make this, you know, together if you want to speak on the side but you, you as a person that has the type of insurance that you have from your county yes i would say that you don't quote unquote need medicare part b but just understand, if God forbid, like his father worked for the county for 40 years, they finally got rid of his Medicare, and guess what happened? He had to go on to Medicare. If you don't sign up for Medicare when you're first eligible, you could potentially have a pretty hefty penalty. 
but but because he's with an employment group that has over a certain amount of lives, though, he technically is exempt from being forced, right? So if you're the smaller employment group, let's say you've got a, a small company you work with, you have no choice, right? But you have to join at 65. But if you're with a bigger group, you do. I don't believe you have to, right, Phil? Is that no, how it works? An individual works for what they deem credible coverage, which the government says is a company that has over 20 employees. You can choose to defer Medicare Part B. So he absolutely does not have to do anything. It would be a choice for him to do that if he ever were to want to, want to go on to a Medicare Advantage plan. But he's... But- you're, you're comp- but he's exempt for that. But listen, when to Phil's point, when you sever employment, is it Bob? Was it Bob Bill, or Bill? Bill. Bill. When you sever employment, and, and God bless you for 39-year career in law enforcement. Yes. That's, man, oh, man. But when you retire someday and you say, I'm done, and you become eligible for Medicare, at that point you have to adopt a plan or they start to penalize you pretty heavily. Yeah, so, Bill, we have experts. I know, Phil, you spend a bunch of time out in our Batavia office as well. You know, make sure you use us as a resource, 833-FIN-GUYS, and we can help. And, Bill, God bless you for your service. Yeah, Got to let thanks, you go. Thanks, yeah, thanks for yeah. serving the community for 39 years. Wow. Yep. Hey. Yeah, thank you. Phil, thank you, buddy. Always a pleasure. Um, you know, make sure you keep your face diaper on over your nose. You don't want to get kicked <laughs> out and then have to repay. You know, listen listen to the, the masses. They, they know better. They know better. They know more about your health than you do. So uh, I'll see you Monday morning, buddy. And uh, anybody needs help with Phil in Rochester, Batavia office, 833-FIN-GUYS, and, of course, independent Medicare experts here in our Western New York office as well, and down in South Florida, helping a lot of folks out down in South Florida. Phil, we'll see you, buddy. Thanks. Have a good weekend. See ya. Thank you. All right. We're going to take a real quick break. When we come back, we've got John, Dolores, and Chris up on deck. Do not turn a dial. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics. You're listening to the Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. It's Allie Lomas, 15 minutes left in today's show. If I can stomach it, so can you. All righty, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Come Legal Financial Guys, Allie Lomas in studio. And uh, even Mocha. Mocha, these dogs are so smart. They start to get up and move. She knows almost when the show's over. So she's ready to rock and roll. Esther Goulias, the tax lady, taking over here in the, in the Buffalo, New York market. And uh, for those of you... Whether it's Rochester, Batavia, it was a, a lot of folks uh, calling our Batavia office. We do appreciate you trusting us. Whether you need help with your Medicare financial planning, of course, retirement planning, estate planning, and helping you protect money and pass it on to the next generation, and your home and auto, over 25 companies to save you money. Use our team as a resource. Don't forget about the after show, Mike and Mike. They have uh, just some incredible guests on today. They've got our money management team, Paul Meeks, John Thur, Paul, a regular on CNBC. I uh, was on Squawk Box once or twice uh, last week. I think he's been – told me we were uh, in Florida two weeks ago as a team, and he said that he's been on CNBC every single week for the last, like, 15 years or something like that. He hasn't missed a week, so 20 years. Some, days, some incredible numbers. So, uh, But uh, uh, the Mike and Mike show. And Stefan Mah. We'll be with them, the guest next week. So make sure you catch the uh, TFG Truth podcast as well as uh, Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle Financial Guys podcast. So, uh, what do you want to do? Go to the phone uh, lines. One here? quick, one quick clip, and then we'll go to the phone All line. Right. This is this is Joe Biden on the. Uh, he was asked about the unemployment benefits potentially uh, causing the the horrendous jobs report. 
President, do you believe enhanced unemployment benefits had any effect on diminishing a return to work in some categories? No, nothing measurable. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> no, nothing measurable. No, okay, the follow-up we'll question would be then, what would you attribute it to? Oh, those oh. people not wanting to go back to work because they're worried about being assaulted by maskless <laughs> patrons. That epidemic. That's almost as bad as the epidemic of, of white supremacists yes. uh, attacking Asian people in the streets. It's amazing how fast that narrative went away when all the videos came out and it wasn't white yeah. supremacists. Has, has nothing um, to do with paying people to stay at home. Nothing okay. at all. No, no. no we don't th- nothing measurable. No, no. no. Maybe a little bit. Impact, okay. but, you know, well, far more the worry worry about being attacked over yeah. from you know from, from maskless well, the, hatred. The same that, people that that, uh, that went after it. the Capitol a few uh, months ago. Those are the same people. We're we're it. worried yeah. to go back to work because of them. Uh, we played sixty a, year old middle aged woman right there. She is a <laughs> we played a clip real threat. Right, we played there. a clip last week of some uh, <laughs> New York City employees that didn't want to go back to work because the health conditions were not appropriate to do so. They were worried, of course, about catching COVID and dying. Yet they were. Arm in arm in the streets protesting. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't make it up, folks. Can't go to work. Too dangerous. However, the very people I would go to work with are here with me, not social distance, hanging out together. Uh, let's welcome uh, John in Rochester and uh, Dolores and Chris here up on deck. John, how are you? Hey, guys. I'm doing great. You know, I saw an article uh, this week about uh, Biden's policies are the re- exact reverse of what Reagan did. You know what Reagan did for this country. Yep. He created the most dynamic economy in world history. Well, he loved the country. Yeah. There's the difference. There's the difference, yeah. And, and understood, by the way, what free market capitalism has done and what socialism has done. Mm, you know, unfortunately, I don't think now the Democrats take- love the country the way it no. is. They, they want to remake it in, in a Marxist such. image. Obama what has said said. such, yeah. Yeah. I'm That's listening right. to, uh, you know, the media is propping this guy up big time. I'm listening to uh, the NPR station here in Rochester this week. Well, so, so, well, John, let me stop you there. Somebody's got to prop himself up. He couldn't even That's walk right. up the stairs or they get into an airplane. So, mm-hmm. it, Yeah. So, so I'm listening to this WXXI here in Rochester, and the host of this show says that Biden is actually right of center. And listen to what, this. Right of what center? Like Mao Zedong Center? <laughs> or what, what is Stalin Center? Is that what exactly is? Is there yeah. the definition of center? I'd yeah. like to know. What, what? Yeah. What court is he playing on? And, and then, then, then he says it's silly to call NPR left. No. <laughs> well, for sure. Sure. Well, that, sure. I mean, uh-huh. that should sum it up right there, right? <clears throat> yeah. Is the college professor who was talking or what? Is this the same college professor that said policemen are bad and she doesn't trust them? Yeah. So this was a host of a local uh, NPR station here. Mm, yeah, well, yeah. Well, NPR, aren't we still funding them? Yes, we that are. Tells you it's a amazing. lot. That tells you a lot when you've got to fund a station like CNN. We have to keep it on in the airports just so they survive. Or yeah. NPR, we've got to get taxpayer dollars, which is absolutely ridiculous for them to for this them, them to live. The guys like Biden, and and it's it's dangerous stuff. But you know, I talked to Daddy Gallagher uh, this morning, and. Uh, you know what she said, and I had a, I had a corrector on this. She said that uh, we have a big problem in this country about structural racism. You know what I told her? I said, listen, Daddy, we don't have structural racism. We have structural civil rights in this country. This is the greatest country in the world. 
I would say we have structural stupidity. Yes. On a good chunk of the left yep. in this country. The, the focus, that, that is a big problem. The focus should be on the three-letter word jobs, as Biden said, <laughs> J-O-B-S. Right? Jo- that should be the focus. It shouldn't be about, oh, let me, let me just – let's do a whole course on why you should blame other people and why you can't get ahead because of the color of your skin. What we should be doing is training people how to be plumbers, electricians, whatever it is. Train them to have skills and then encourage them to actually go out and work for a living, right? Uh, that, that's, that's where we need to be in this country. 95% of people, and 95% of people could care less what the color of your skin is, how tall you are, how short you are. I assure you with the financial guys, we care of none of that. We want you to do your job and we want you to do it great. If you do it great, you're going to be a partner with us, and you're going to move on. If you're not doing it great, we don't care how tall, short you are. We don't care the color of your skin. We're going to move on. And uh, we need to focus in these schools on educating and training these kids on how to do something besides Spanish. So, yeah, well, just real quick, there's a, 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 a something I have, a big poster in my office, and I called it the Breisinger Matrix of Life, right? A good friend of ours, business partner, said there's three types of people in this world. Those that make it happen, those that make excuses why it doesn't happen, and those that just wonder what the heck just happened. And what we're doing in schools now for a good chunk of our kids, especially minority kids, is we're telling them to make excuses. Yeah. It's not your – you can't get ahead because of fill-in-the-blank here. Yeah. Your skin color, your sex, your sexual preference, yeah. the fact that you put a face tat on your face. Yeah. Uh, that may be true, but <laughs> I mean, it's been all seriousness, right? You, we're telling you kids, you can't make excuses. You don't know how to get an ID. You can't, That's right. It's not your fault. You can't vote because there's no possible way you know how to use the Internet. So there's, instead of teaching kids how to make it happen, how to just figure it out, right, how to problem solve, we tell these kids – you can't get ahead because somebody else controls the keys to your future. Yep. I can't even imagine telling my children, don't even worry about trying because you can't get ahead because somebody else is going to hold you down, as opposed to telling them you can accomplish anything you set your mind to in this world, in this country, uh, whether you're a, a woman, a man, a, a black, white, or, or whatever. Yeah, but just the opposite, by the way. Just the opposite of what they teach. Of the great Martin Luther King who said, you know what? Terrible. Beat people through education. And that education well, that's means a lot failing. of different yeah. things, right? It doesn't mean going out and getting a philosophy degree from the university of wherever. It means go to work, get yourself up in the morning, and be something great to put food on the table and be a dad. You know, these inner cities, 75% of these homes in the inner city don't have a dad. That's yeah, the problem. That's a big problem. That's the problem. Hey, John, i got to let you go, buddy. Other people on board, I appreciate you calling in. Okay. Let's uh, go in line here. Chris in Depew, how are you, Chris? Hey, um, you know, I... Quick question with the vaccine. To my understanding, the point of the vaccine is so your body develops antibody, uh, antibodies to protect itself against the virus. Now, wouldn't it, now I never got an answer to this, but would it not make sense to look to ask for a antibody passport than a vaccine passport? That, that would make more sense, but that's not controlling people, right, Chris? I mean, they're actually getting you to do something. Put your face diaper on. We're telling you you've got to put this needle in your arm. Yeah, I, I mean, if they were really truly worried about that, they would just be looking at death rates and – and, well, uh, if they're really worried, they wouldn't be traveling to Georgia maskless and hugging other people, right? right? They wouldn't right. be getting Pelosi their nails their done, done and their hair done yeah. or, or having dinner in restaurants. Yeah. And that's the most frustrating part to me is that I don't think they believe any of it. No, they but don't. They don't. Certainly not. The, I don't want to say they don't believe in COVID. They, don't, they don't, certainly don't believe in the risk mitigation factors and the, and the severity of it. That's right. Or they would be, you know. It's, now, Biden, I think, actually might because clearly he's petrified. Yeah. I, I, you know, 
of his own shadow probably as well. But, uh, you know, he walks outside, he puts a mask on. He goes inside with a 98-year-old uh, Jimmy Carter. He's hogging him with yeah. no mask on. It, it makes they, no sense at all. It's a great point, Chris. If they really, truly yeah. cared about this and believed that it was this deadly, that's exactly what they would be doing. What if, okay, you've been vaccinated, you've got the antibodies, you had COVID. Yeah. The legality of, of companies still saying we're not going to serve you or, like, air, airline companies saying, you know, if you're not – vaccinated we're not well well we'll see the lawsuits can't happen until that happens right we've looked into that the lawsuits can't until you actually get denied going into a bills game the lawsuit can't happen so you'll see the next phase of that i i i I would think i will say this though chris i think you're going to start seeing states like florida lift us out of this desantis a class act rock star and 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 we're seeing this a thousand people moving into florida every single day other states are going to have to say hey we want our freedoms we're giving you back your freedoms, or guess what? More and more people are going to continue to move to Texas and Florida. And by the way, the misconception is that Florida is getting more blue. People are leaving New York, and they're going to bring their voting rights. That's not what's happening. And I'll I'll tell you this: I see it. The people that leave our Buffalo, that come to our Buffalo office and say, "Hey, we're moving down to Florida. Is that okay? Can we work together?" Of course, we can. We have you know offices down there. We'll help or go back and forth. They're conservative thinking people. They're leaving the state because they're sick and tired of the garbage. And that's and, and, and Florida's becoming more and more red. The other half are looking forward to the socialist paradise. So yeah. more power to them. Yeah. yeah. I know how that works out for you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get to Dolores and Amber. Real quickly, Dolores, you got like 20 seconds, on. 20 seconds. De-education. Here's what to do. Uh, let's get some brass ovaries and uh, <laughs> balls, but the other kind. Let's sue them and say, okay, we are going to educate our children at home. We have homeschool things. We want our salary. You people go find some other job somewhere else. We don't want you anymore. I agree. Nothing is, nothing hey, Dolores, is tough as let a you mother. Go. Yeah, nothing is Happy tough as a mother. Go to our Facebook page, by the way. You can see the board meeting of some moms that just had enough in Webster, New York. If you need us throughout the week, folks, 833-FIN-GUYS. Uh, and uh, freedombeforefear.com, by the way. Robbie De Niro out in Orchard Parks put together a website to try to get like-minded people together to fight for our freedoms. Freedombeforefear.com. On behalf of Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle Financial Guys, God bless you. We'll see you next week.